Stone gets the puck after the drop. Petrangelo shoots, save, and a rebound, score! Chandler Stevenson finds the puck in the slot, pots the rebound, and the Knights are back in the lead, 3-2. Live from the Finley Chevrolet Fox Sports Las Vegas Studios and live at LVSportsNetwork.com. Without it, oh, and a tip puck and a shot, they score! Michael Amadio, the Knights win it in overtime! 5-4 Vegas! A double overtime victory for the Golden Knights. This is the Vegas Golden Knights Insider Show. Your destination for inside access with the team, exclusive player interviews, and breaking news from around the National Hockey League. Here's your hosts, Darren Millard and Ryan Wallace. Welcome in Vegas. Golden Knights Insider Show, Fox Sports Las Vegas. Ryan Wallace, Darren Millard, Chris Chapman. Live inside the Finley Chevrolet Fox Sports Las Vegas Studios. Finley Chevrolet on the 215, home of the... Oh boy, Darren's trying to get his mic all situated. Yeah, that's yeah. Well, that's sometimes fantastic. Sometimes I don't know what's going to be great use. radio for everybody nah. out there. Love the <laughs> yeah, boy, oh boy. Yeah. All by right, the way, uh, Chapman, Chapman, Chapman. Hold Chapman, on, before we get started. No, no, no. no let, let me start here. All right. You actually said yesterday before Game Four. That uh, it'd be nice to win, but I would really look forward to winning it at home. I, that I, is <laughs> such like my dad would have said something like that way back when. I was I was on that like, thread. What correct? is yes. going on with that's that? not how I remember. Is that, that what happened? No, no, no. I'm looking for the uh, the, the actual exactly tweet. What happened? Uh, I want them to win the conference at home, but then part of me feels just end it. Yeah. I want them to win at home. I want yeah. them to win at home. Well, <laughs> well because well, the last no, no, no. time they won on the road, you got and... your you got your wish. Yeah, well, all right. <laughs> but uh, I you just, got your wish. Just just want to. We're using two mics again. Eh? Well, yeah. I don't. I, I no, got an I, echo in my head. I don't, I don't know. know. So so before we get into anything, can we can we make it official no. mm-hmm. that the only woo from now on associated with the Golden Knights should be the woo that I do when we start this show? Because, we'll record it. Well, that that <laughs> other guy. Who? Who they they show his face up and up and on the scoreboard? What do you every think? Now- what do you think his heart rate peaks at when he woos? Oh God! I mean, he's got to be like how old is Ric Flair? Old? No, no, no. I, I saw Ric Flair. Yeah, he, he, he was at the Dow. He was he was wearing a Stars that's, jersey. That's who we're talking about. Yeah. No, was, no. I saw, I saw him uh, on the road this year. He was uh, everybody was out for dinner. We saw him. He's at the same restaurant. Yeah, I think yeah, he's, yeah, he's got to be we, like we 75. He's, 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 look, he's great. He is looking great, man. Yeah, but, but, but he's, he's the, awesome. the whole point is, you, you, Tyler, take his face off Nitron. No more woos for that because guy. It's because he was in Dallas he, and yeah, he was yeah, wooing like, for the Dallas get, Stars. Get, yeah, get, yeah, no, no, no. Go, go, go back to 2018. All right? Go back. Go all, I'm going to tell you the story here. Okay, a little, okay. little story time. Hold on, should, I, should I play the music? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Play the music. I'm just evolving during the Stanley Cup playoffs. It's story time with Millard. Do you guys remember 2018? Yes. Marvelous Cinderella run by the Vegas Golden Knights all the way to the Stanley Cup final. Mm -hmm. But we're on right now a conversation thread of changing teams or benching somebody. If you support them, you can't support us. There's no room for mixing and matching. I'm okay with it, but, but this is not new. To this faction. Okay. Go back to the second round. Dallas was out. It was Nashville and Winnipeg playing. Okay. Winnipeg won. Okay. 
Winnipeg faced Vegas in the Western Conference Final. I remember that. Do you remember what the all the uh, big attention around the Dallas Stars that year was? No. They're anthem singers. Okay. Remember they brought in all the stars? Oh, well, I think yeah, it was yeah, Nashville. Yeah, Nashville yeah. did it, right? Yeah, Nashville. Dennis K. Morgan, isn't that yeah. his name? No. <laughs> Carrie Underwood. Well, Dennis K. Morgan was, was, was their, was the their guy version was of sour. Golden Pipes. Yeah, yeah. 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 he was pretty salty. They screwed that guy. He got benched. <laughs> so Carrie Underwood, after that series, yep. I got this from my boss, Eric Tosi. Okay. Carrie Underwood reached out on Twitter and mm-hmm. just said, hey, I'm not happy with Winnipeg. I'm officially available to sing anthems. I'm a free agent. She she put her she, she was willing to switch teams like that, like that. That doesn't mean the team has to jump at it. And and Vegas didn't. They Good. stuck with. Golden you know what's pipes. weird? The I I. But that was that was cool. Eh? That, it that, was that, the, the Golden Pipes upstage Carrie Underwood. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what? I only recall him not singing the anthem once, and it was year one. Who, the Nashville guy or, or no, Golden no. Pipes? Golden Pipes, Carnell Johnson. <laughs> and they had, they had Paul Reiser. Not Paul Reiser. Who was the guy from The Tonight Show with David Letterman? Paul. Paul. Oh, uh, boy. Paul the, Schaefer. Paul Schaefer. He did the national anthem against the Nashville Predators year one. I don't oh, know really? why. I, I like that you're going at Ric Flair as hard as you are right now, but oh, you're, not, you're not touching Mike Tyson. You're not touching Mike Tyson at all. He, Mike Tyson, I told Ryan before he went on the air, I met him once. And he's legitimately the only human being I've ever met in my life that I was absolutely terrified of. Hmm. I would he could wear whatever jersey he wants. He could come in the studio and wear whatever I would you 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 do you, Mike. I'm not I'm not gonna tell Mike he's wrong. Ric Flair, I can't take him, but I'm buying, you know. It's not scripted, Chapman. You might be able to. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, he's he's pretty hardcore so guy. All the, all the, rest, all the wrestling fans are coming for me now. You're upset but. with celebrities who are declaring a team. Well, I, I, I'm upset with that. They could declare a team, but remember, I speak for the fans. All right. And I think I, I saw a lot of fans upset that Mike Tyson, Ric Flair. It was more Mark, so Mike Tyson. Mark Wahlberg yeah. in Stars jerseys. Well, to be fair. Mark Wahlberg did have a Max Domi jersey prior before, to before ringing did, the yes. siren for the Golden Knights. Yes. So if we're taking Mark Wahlberg... You know what all those guys have in common? They're ultra-wealthy? No. They go wherever they want and do whatever they want? No. Okay, I don't know. They all hang around with Ty. Oh, Ty Domi? It's got nothing to do with Max. They all hang around with Ty. <laughs> well, he's another and, guy. And I've, he, and I've already you do you. I've gone down my path with Ty. Ty's phoned up and said, you're, you're done. Like he's coming out. Like I, Ty oh, and I, really? Ty and oh. I have a very, very, what would you call adversarial relationship? So how was it for I, you? I've called out Ty several times, really, and I don't mind it. We've made up. We're right now. We're okay. So Max and I get along great, 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 great. <laughs> but I, I don't buy into Ty's shtick. He's the way he. What's his, his buddies? Well, he's buddies with the best player on every team, and then he's buddies with all the stars and blah 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 blah. Maybe he's just maybe like, just a, a guy, a friendly yeah. guy. Yeah, I mean, no. Look, and, and what's what's the issue? He's fine. <laughs> okay, he's just fine. But like, I don't, I don't go out to be buddies with all the stars. Well, uh, some that would be do. too many friends for listen, you. Listen, listen yeah, to this. Listen to this. They used to in Winnipeg way back when. You know, you guys know where's Waldo, right? Yeah, yeah. There's a guy occasionally dresses up like that at Golden Knight games. The uh, Russ Romanek was a player in uh, in Winnipeg, a guy that I grew up playing against. Uh, Russ made a Where's Waldo book, okay, but replaced Waldo with Ty's head. 
<laughs> and and you had to search, but then he would put pictures of the Queen in there, or David Letterman in there. Nice, or, and it would always it would always be Ty beside wow. some famous person. That's Ty funny. was not happy about that's that. That's really funny. He was almost as mad at that as he was, has been at me uh, on a couple of times. But that's why all those people are wearing stars jerseys sure. and are 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 tie are, are have Max Domi sweaters on it's because of Ty it's got I, nothing to do with Max. I don't understand why Ty would be upset with that like at least he gets to be Waldo and not Oddlaw uh no <laughs> uh, I mean and and from from their perspective look if I'm if I'm an ultra famous celebrity who does scripted stuff mm-hmm. maybe I want to hang out with Ty Domi nobody's going to screw with you how much but, do you think they're fine. charging for those cameos go 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 <laughs> do it I go! Wonder, is Ty Domi on Cameo? Go hang out with I got, Ty. I got I to find him if he's on Cameo and have him, Ty, have him send one I to Darren. If I would have bumped into Ty, mm-hmm. we would have shaken hands. Yeah. It would have been good. Might yeah. have been thrown in a bro hug. Sure. Uh, and it would have yep. been fine. But it's not It's not really. He wouldn't have sent uh, Mike Tyson for you, right? When, when, no. when he oh, walked okay. away, he would have said he, to who he, he was, would have said, I'm going to break that guy's yeah. neck. Yeah, I, I don't like that guy. Yeah. Basically. That makes sense. Basically. It's just it is, weird. but I, Max and I get along. Story time it. didn't go as, uh, as you thought it would, Max did you? Said, what? Huh, I have no idea what you're talking about. We're talking about Ty Domi, how he doesn't like you. No, I brought it up. Oh, I'm you, would, you wouldn't. You guys wouldn't have never it's just, have it's known not, that it's, I'm had I not brought it up. Okay. You guys don't have any stories about. Oh, I don't. Ty. I don't have no, any no, stories. You know about what? Ty Domi, I, no. I will say this no. though: if, if I'm in a bar and a fight breaks out and those two guys are in there, I want Ty and, and Tyson I, hey, on my no, side. I respect the heck out of Ty. Yeah. Nobody took more and then gave it back as much as he did. I never saw him get knocked down. Uh, he was now, he did some guy goofy things, including against the New Jersey Devils and Scott Niedermeyer a couple of times, where it was like, well, why would you do that? Like, I'm, I'm not a big fan of all his antics, but the guy's tough. Yeah. And and arguably toughest of all time. The way Because he's small, but he just had a head that was a rock. You, he would take all the punches, you'd tire yourself out, and then uh, away you go. So I just I, remember... Uh, as far as his job, all the respect in the world. ESPN, Sports Center, they they would always show his fights. Like, they were, yeah. like, heavyweight. Like, they, they could headline in Vegas, like, some of the guys that he fought. Yeah. Uh, can we not talk about them last night? Do we not want to talk about last night? <laughs> or can we, can we just... I mean, we can do whatever you want. <laughs> the, 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 the idea, though, that there was going to be a sweep mm-hmm. was Great, like once we got closer and closer, but boy, what what a what a strange series! It didn't feel like a two nothing series lead going into game three. No, it felt like the series was over going into game four, mm-hmm. and now we're somewhere in the middle going into game five. Yeah, the the peaks and valleys of of emotion in this, and and I don't think that Vegas has played a poor game yet. They weren't as good in game number two, but they've been good to above average in games one, three, and four. Yeah, I I thought, you know, kind of overall, right, it it took them a minute to get into the game, and and you know, I, I look at the save that Jake Ottinger made on on Mark Stone. Like if if Mark Stone's able to bury that, it's two nothing, and and who knows kind of how the trajectory of that game ends. But Ottinger makes a big save. The Golden Knights, I thought, had their legs early. Then there was a push from Dallas, and it was a back and forth game. You had punch counter punch. You had two teams that you know pretty evenly matched, played a strong and really fun and entertaining game. And at the end of the day, the bounce went against the Golden Knights. 
I wrote down, and I was talking to Ashley during the game, Vegas was just a little bit off in the first period. Yeah. They, they had some chances. They had uh, some good pushes. Uh, the forecheck was was decent at times. Uh, there was, there were some things to build on, but passes were just a little bit off, or pucks were bouncing off sticks or something uh, just wasn't clicking. And then the second period, Dallas took control. Third period, Vegas pushed back hard. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and their overtime was inconsequential as far as trying to decide who had the advantage because Vegas didn't didn't get the puck uh, at all, and it was another early one. But uh, but I thought there was there was growth. Vegas got better as that game kind of went along mm-hmm. last night. And if you get through that 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 penalty kill, I, I thought that they were they were in, situated pretty good. Uh, it, it was the most entertaining hockey game of the series. Oh, absolutely. Fi- yeah. Like, finally, a, a really good hockey game after some weird swings and, and shenanigans uh, throughout the set. For sure. It was one of the, it was certainly the best, I think, of the four that we got. We had uh, like high drama. It was really, it was one of those games where you're on the edge of your seat. You don't really know what's going to happen next. I thought the Golden Knights, you know, did a really good job of of finding ways to to push Dallas back on their heels. As you mentioned, Dallas, I thought, was better, certainly in, in period number two. But the Golden Knights still found a way to regain a lead in that period when it wasn't their best. And I really, I believed that the Golden Knights were going to find a goal in the third period just by virtue of how strong they were playing. It, it had a lot of the same vibes as game five against Winnipeg going into it. Where you had a team on the ropes, a team that's dealing with some adversity, like Winnipeg with the injuries, mm-hmm. and Dallas lost its captain, sure. and we're without Evgeny Dodonov. But I did say to a scout in the press box, this team has more character. There, there's just more together with this team. Than that Winnipeg team. That yeah. that Winnipeg team was fractured, and I, I told you guys from the start that if you push them, they will they will disappear. You give them confidence, they'll mm-hmm. be fine. Mm-hmm. But if you push back, you can you can break them. That's what happened. That's not me being ingenious. That's just the facts. Uh, the The Dallas Stars have more togetherness, a little bit more of that it factor, mm-hmm. and and I wasn't uh, I wasn't surprised that they played their best game. I think through an entire game, uh, that goes without, uh, even game two. Uh, I thought, I thought Dallas was really good last night. And if not for Aiden Hill, mm-hmm. you, Jake Ottinger, you mentioned yep. Aiden Hill was as, as good as Jake Ottinger was. Yeah. Jake Ottinger again, kind of makes a, a big time save early where you know, I feel like if it's two, nothing eight, eight ish minutes into the game, maybe it's a different story, but Ottinger comes up with the save and Aiden Hill was fantastic. I, I don't really know what other way you can you can speak about Aiden's game. Obviously, he made some big time stops. Jason Robertson probably could have had four or five goals, uh, but only had the two and the only two, had ten shots. Huh, and the two goals that he scored were you know one's just a great play, the awareness to to pick that puck up from behind the for, on that carom, but the the double deflection out of midair into the net like that's just all world skill from from Jason Robertson. But you know. On the whole, I, I feel confident with where Aiden Hill's game is. And I think for the Golden Knights, you you had an opportunity. It didn't go your way. You were right there. It's a one-goal game in overtime. You just got to regroup and come ready to go on Saturday. Big players for Vegas. Aiden Hill was awesome. Jack Eichel could have had three. And I might be conservative 
in that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that he that he could have had three uh, opportunities going. I love the fourth line. Uh, their look uh, again, uh, generating off the forecheck and and creating some shift over shift momentum. Uh, William Carlson's uh, unit uh, had some rush chances last night, uh, and there was there was a little bit more openness uh, to the game. There there's some some real things uh, that that had an opportunity, and it it was interesting after all the craziness of mm-hmm. Game Three. Mm-hmm. Just a clean, well-played hockey game. Yeah, absolutely. And that's kind of what I, you know, I, I don't think that I expected the Dallas Stars to just kind of fold. I didn't expect Dallas to to come back and, you know, if things got hard, they were just going to go back into their shell. I, I thought that the Dallas Stars were going to push and they were going to be desperate. And they, they were going pushed to, differently. In, they, game, well, in game three, they tried to push physically. They did. Max Domi and then... And it, Jamie Ben, and then later Max Dolby. Yeah, I mean, they played hockey last night. Well, yeah, I, I think that's because they tried to push physically, and it 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 essentially put them on the brink of their season, right? Like, you push physically, all of a sudden the Golden Knights have a 3 nothing lead going into period number two, and essentially you feel like your season's over. So I, I'm not necessarily surprised that the Dallas Stars didn't revert to trying to push physically twice in a row. I, I think that... You know they they they're in a position where they got to play hockey. They get they got to win games by playing better hockey than the Golden Knights. You think it was one of Jack's better games in the playoffs? I thought he was really good. He only had an assist. First time that they lost, by the way, with him picking up a point. Yeah, which gives you an idea of how much he means. But yeah, he's produced more in games. Mm-hmm. But two hundred foot game, all over the ice, electric, yeah. great yeah, chances. Was, he was great. I, I, would, I would take last night's game again, to be honest. Mm-hmm. If if you're if I'm not going to speak for Bruce and Summerlin, but that that game last night with a couple of minor tweaks is is knocking on the door of something great. Like you said, it's just a it's it's a bit sharper, right? If the Golden Knights are able to get to a position where they're a bit sharper, then I think they'll be just fine. And, and that's you know kind of what it boils down to um, for Vegas when it goes to game number five is can they produce a similar type of game while being a bit sharper and i think that they can and you know when i when i think about when i think about what vegas is going to need to do and maybe the tweak right that that dallas threw their way the dallas stars defense was very very aggressive and i think part of the reason why we're talking about jack eichel and why he looked so good is specifically he had two breakaway opportunities one clear cut break breakaway tries to open up jake ottinger great save from ottinger Unable to beat him there. But then there was a two-on-one. And those plays happen because the Dallas Stars are a bit more aggressive trying to pinch their defense in. Because why? They are, by default, really desperate. And so I, I expect now that the Golden Knights have seen it, now that Bruce Cassidy has seen a more aggressive, defensive... More aggressive pinches by the defense in the offensive zone... I'm expecting the Golden Knights to make an adjustment, and I think that they're going to get those odd man rushes. They're going to get those transition opportunities. They just got to bury them now. Well, that's it. You know, you, you you said it. They had they've had multiple odd man rushes in this series, and I don't think they've capitalized on any of them. Um, the the first Jack Eichel play, they they did eventually end up scoring very mm-hmm. soon after that. So so that's kind of a wash. And that me. was work from Jack down low. It was a great pinch from Braden McNabb, a great the, pass, the pass McNabb. by McNabb. Yeah, you know, and, and I saw a lot of, you know, and and the other the other aspect is there there's a there's an opportunity in the first period. 
You're already up one nothing. Mark Stone right in front of Jake Ottinger. That's the save. To me, that was and, the difference and in I the game. I immediately thought to myself, if Dallas wins this game, mm-hmm. it's because of that save. The other side of that is if, if Stone scores that goal, series over. I don't. I don't think Dallas is coming back. Yeah, it's two nothing. You're down two nothing in the first, first period. period at home. You're down three nothing in the series. Think snowball. Pack it in. There's no Pavelski, the hero. There's no none of that. So, you know, I, I don't think the Golden Knights played their best game in the series, mm-hmm. and they were a few bad breaks away from winning the game. I still think they're going to win the series. I think they win tomorrow night, and and Ooh. and last night means nothing. You're throwing you're throwing big predictions out there. Well, I I'm I'm confident. Look, the golden. You know why I'm throwing predictions out there? Because the mm-hmm. Golden Knights are a better team. You know, I'll tell you this. Like last night, signing off, Gary Lawless said, "You know what? This is why you have a three nothing lead. Right? You've got credits. You have opportunities beyond just the first closeout game." And I think for the Golden Knights, like again, you had to expect that Dallas was going to push. You had to expect that they were going to be desperate. I thought the Dallas Stars played their best game of the series. And for Vegas, I think they were really good. I th- I don't think that it was a scenario where, you know, the Dallas Stars caved the Golden Knights in for 60 minutes. It wasn't that at all. You look at the third period, I legitimately thought that Vegas was going to break through in the third. I, it was their best period of the game by far. And it's unfortunate in that you take a penalty, right? You take a penalty early on in overtime, and you never really get to get to your game. And I just wonder if, because the Dallas Stars hadn't won in overtime to that point, because they probably were tight about being in that spot anyway, if you had an ability to keep that 5-on-5 for longer... I think that eventually the Golden Knights find it. I just did. I just do. Well, and I and I think the same thing in terms of the series. Like, I don't think that the Golden Knights are going to be in a position where they're facing elimination in this series. I just don't. Period. I, whether it's tomorrow, whether it's Monday, I, I don't think that it's going to get to a point where the Golden Knights season is on the line against the Dallas Stars. Well, it's interesting that you make that comment about credits, right? And, and credit to Gary Lawless for, for, for that, because mm-hmm. it's, it's, a, it's a great statement. It makes me think back to early October, when this team started out like a like on fire out of the gate. Yeah, banking points. Those, those points mm-hmm. in October count the same as they do in March. Sure. So it's good to have... The benefit of having already won those points. Mm-hmm. And as we saw, that's what eventually helped Vegas win the division number one overall seed. But I think when I watch this game and I watch this series, Vegas is better five on five. They're 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 better than the Dallas Stars at five on five. Look, Dallas scored three goals last night, mm-hmm. two of them on the power play, and one of them kind of a goofy, you know, clearance by by Aiden Hill, where I I don't know if he if he was confident in what he wanted to do with that clearance. He sent it to the sideboards, and it allowed Dallas to maintain possession of the puck and eventually score. But I I don't think the Stars are a better team five on five, and I do think you, Vegas is going to do a better job staying out of the box. Do you think Dallas can recreate that game no, three more times? No, I don't. I I I didn't. I I figured they were going to lose last night, and. Mm. The reality is, like I said, if Mark Stone puts that that one in, and and it's a hell of a save by Jake Ottinger. Sure. But if Vegas scores, or when they're up two one, if Eichel converts that two one one, they're up three to one. 
the series is over at that point, too. Darren asked me what I thought about Eichel. I thought he was fantastic. I, I thought good. he had a great game. It I really good. do. And like, and that tells you something, right? Because we're talking about a guy that's got three three-point games in the playoffs so far. Like There have been times where on the score sheet he has dominated, and, and it's been ridiculous. And then there's a game like last night where he only gets the one assist. It, it, it felt like a big moment in the game at the time, right? Because the Golden Knights have a, a, a 2-1 lead in the second period. You're hoping, right? I, you just get to the intermission. You just get to the intermission. All of a sudden, you, you got Dallas feeling pretty bad about where their game is at, especially in the context of how good the Golden Knights were in the third. It's probably lights out. But any, any, everyone's going to talk about, well, he had a breakaway opportunity, wasn't able to convert. He had a two-on-one, wasn't able to convert. Goes behind the like between the legs, tries to turn the corner, doesn't find the back of the net. Jack Eichel was every bit as good as Jason Robertson. In that game last night, the only difference is the pucks went in for Jason Robertson. They didn't go in for Jack Eichel. Well, one of those goals by Robertson was just an incredible play. Yeah, the where, double where, the where, double tip. Yeah, it was like, ridiculous. Like how many times? Like at, at Mark, I, I I love Mark Stone because there's times where he'll score a goal where he'll bat something out of the air mm-hmm. and he'll make a joke and he's like, I don't I don't know if I tried that a million times if I could do it again. I feel like that's one of those plays by Jason Robertson to to be able to tip it to yourself and then be able to keep your stick in the right position to where it doesn't go high. You don't anticipate it too soon and you 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 know do something that would rule the goal off, but I mean it was a hell of a play. I mean that, that, that but they 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 scored three goals. One of them was a bit of a fluky power play goal and mm. one was a goal in overtime on the power play. Fluky power play goal? The one where Robertson tipped it up to himself and and was able to bat it in. I don't know if he could do that again if he tried. I actually thought uh, Aiden had it in his glove. It was a, it was a, it was an incredible play, but I mean, how often is a guy doing that? Oh, every second week, <laughs> making maybe, something like that up. Maybe 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 him and Zegris. I don't. You got, you got one. Don't don't ever say stuff like that because you got to be around the net. You got to be willing to pay the price, and you got to have the skill to do it. Uh, he's got so, the skill, so, and yeah. he's he's got the uh, the game to to be around the net. And he's got all the hockey sense. Look at look so. at his goals in this series, right? The the power play goal that he scored in game number two that is right on the doorstep, hunting down a rebound. Then you've got the two from last night where it's just right in front of the net. He, he jumps on the carom. That was fantastic. But you know the skill for me, the the ability to 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 knock it out of Aiden Hill's glove and then turn his body positioning to be able to get that one into an empty net. It's you know again as I said. To me, Jason Robertson was fantastic. Then you start to look at all the opportunities that Jack Eichel had. Both of those guys brought their A game last night. The only difference is Jason Robertson was able to find the back of the net, and Jack couldn't get one to fall. Uh, Joe Pavelski scoring for the first time. Yeah, go figure. uh, Let's go uh, figure in overtime. Keep keep an eye uh, on that. On a late penalty call, go figure. Um, With Pete DeBoer as his coach. You guys go. go. Oh, my goodness. Go figure. You're up 3-1 on the series. Just let it go. Go and win tomorrow. Can't we can't be greedy? You gotta no. You guys are whining about years. No, no, no past. we're not whining about anything. There's a whole we're lot making, of wine. Where, we are stomping where, grapes where have, right now. Where have you been? I yeah, went across where, the hall. Yeah, oh, I across think it was the, the bathroom. Oh, yeah. uh, no, I'd uh, I had something to say to Adam Hill on the ESPN huh. side, and the only time they could fit me in, oh, was at four twenty. <laughs> so I just stepped out. I knew you guys would be fine. Yeah, and then then I came back. Because Adam, Adam and I had a conversation today in the press room. Ooh. Because neither of you guys show up there. So I'm talking to Adam, my buddy. Uh, Adam 
is a great friend, one of the coolest people I've met in Vegas. Buddy or great friend? Uh, buddy. Okay. Um, so Adam and I were talking about going on vacation, different things. Because his, his vacations have been put on hold because of this massively fabulous run by Vegas. And he, I said, well, when you go on vacation, you go to this. I'm not going to mention the country or wherever he goes. But I said, just be careful, all right? I don't need you because there's where he goes, there's been some situations. And he's like, I am always careful. Don't worry about me. Uh, it'll be fine. I said, no, no, I, I, I need you to be careful. But if something ever happened to you, I would wear a tribute shirt of yours okay. to you here in the, in, uh, the media room. So I'm driving in today, and I'm listening to him because it's local programming before our, our show comes on. Mm -hmm. And I hear Adam say, Millard uh, told me today one of the nicest things, that if I get murdered, he's going to pay tribute to me. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So he said, if, you, if I get murdered, he's going to pay. I'm like, it made it sound like I want him to be murdered. Like I just no. came up out of it, <laughs> like out of nowhere. I think you're and being I was, sensitive I was about petrified it. petrified yeah. that, that people think that, uh, that he's being threatened or whatever, and he gets murdered. That wasn't the case. I was just saying if he's on vacation and something untoward happened to him, mm. uh, I would lose a, 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 a really close colleague, yes. and uh, it, it would hurt me. You know, so I, I wanted to make sure people knew where that was coming so from. So Adam is, is – I've known him for probably – are you to trying to one up my no, story no, no. now? So, you so, are. You so are. Just, just, just go. Just, Adam, just go. Adam Chapman. is just the talk. guy. Years and years ago, he he's a former Buffalo Bills fan. He mm -hmm. wore a Buffalo Bills jersey into the black hole when the Raiders played in Oakland. Of course, you know that place is what no, was notorious for things that they would do to opposing fans. And he had no problems. Yeah. Well, he's careful. Yeah. It's fine. So I, I think he'll be he'll be fine no matter what country he's going to. Yeah, he can handle himself. Oh yeah, yeah. That that's for sure. I'm just I, I worry about people that You're worried about I your work image? in and around with. Like Johnny, one of my one of my uh people that uh that I'm in and around with in the Vegas Golden Certainly Knights. not a friend, not Johnny, a buddy. Just uh, a guy he's around. No, I play golf with him. Oh, so so he's just a guy. And then we, yeah. and then we, we golf, golf companion. Okay, we're we're golf buddies. Got okay. it. We just got to figure out what he is to you. Yeah. Actually, we're golf buddies. We need like a chart. Yeah. We're both high-ranking members of the organization. Okay, in our own minds. Yes. Sure. Well, in yours anyway. But uh, but sometimes I push Johnny a little too much. Uh oh. And I worry that Can't uh, that he that. that he gets offended. <laughs> now his brother's great. His brother's awesome, but Johnny gets a little snippy with me, and I push back, and sometimes I think I cross the line a little bit, and I worry about that. Well, it's good that and you just think like, that just maybe like you Adam, crossed the I was line. worried today that people would take that the, the, the wrong way. It's good that your conscience mm. speaks to you sometimes. 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 <laughs> Every now and then. And for then, the, you know what? I don't apologize. For across I the hall. I just take a step anyway. back. Yeah. That, oh, we, we're aware. We're aware. I just take a step back. There's no reason the to The self-reflecting in this segment has been fantastic. <laughs> well, what kind of self-reflecting do you think the Golden Knights are doing? Oh, I think, I think they're, they're I think they're pissed. I think they're ready to go. Yeah. yeah. I think that game last night I, I think it I think it makes them angry mainly because of how amazing Aiden Hill was that they weren't able to get it done for him and they're going to come in uh tomorrow and, and just ready to go. Yeah, Marcius's comments post game kind of sum that up. Yeah. I thought that they handle it pretty well. They had an opportunity. You know, one time, that'll rankle you. And it's good to get your attention. That last night was an attention getter. You played okay. You played good enough to win, but you didn't. And 
And now instead of having all kinds of rest, you got to go back and play a game. Mm. That probably bugs him as much as anything. And the reason why you want to close it out is rest, but also to avoid injury. You don't want to go down that path. You don't want to put yourself in the position uh, uh, any more than you have to. I think that bothers uh, people mm -hmm. in and around the, the team. So I, I think it bugs them. I don't think they're ticked off. I think it's more an irritant. And now you'll see some real push tomorrow. I think I think tomorrow should be their best game of the series. Yeah. And I don't know whether we've seen their best game in any of the four. You think we have? No. I don't think so. I don't think they've played as good in this series as they did against Edmonton. I'd agree with that. Specifically, so let's games see, five and six. Let's see what happens mm -hmm. tomorrow now that Dallas put them in an uncomfortable position. Mm -hmm. Like I did with Adam. Like sure. I do verbally with Johnny. Uh -huh. See if there's a reaction yep. to it. Yep. We'll take a break. When we come back uh, a little bit more on what happened in game four, what to expect in game five, and also tee up hour number two in the VGK Insider Show on Fox Sports Las Vegas. We're back to the Vegas Golden Knights Insider Show on Fox Sports Las Vegas, 98.9 FM and 1340 AM. Golden Knights and the Dallas Stars back at it. Game number five tomorrow at the Fortress. Five o'clock start. Get there early. Enjoy all the fun in the plaza. Go see my buddy Joey over at Revolt Tattoo. Maybe you can get some ink from the Vegas Golden Knights. Uh, maybe the secondary logo. Maybe mm. the first logo. Mm. Uh, whatever you want. Uh, get some VGK ink on you for this, uh, this run, which could... Celebrate a Western Conference title tomorrow at home. Chapman wanted the clinching game to be at home. <laughs> I understand that aspect. Uh, I wasn't rooting for that myself. But now that there's the opportunity to do it, uh, Vegas Vegas hasn't clinched a trophy at home. No. So that'd be that'd be kind of neat. And there's no guarantee if even if you win this series that you're gonna have that uh, opportunity for an in-arena celebration. It's one of the few things that hasn't happened. Uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to it more than I thought I would. I Normally, I'm more big picture on this stuff, but I've kind of started to buy into what Chapman was selling. So, because it's here, because it's in front of us now, like, sure, yeah, let's do it. Yeah. Let's, let's get it done. Um, I would have rather won last night. I wasn't of Chapman's ilk where uh, I'd rather, uh, but, I, but, but now, now that it's here, I think there's the possibility of a, of a party on the strip. Sure. Is magnificent. Yeah. Fresh tattoo for you. Then you get the yep. party afterward. Like it's going to be fantastic. Party like it's 2023, baby. Let's yep. go. Let's, yep. uh, let's get it done. What, what do you think the fan base is feeling right now? Ooh. Um, you know, a large cross-section of the people that called in last night were not too worried about it. They they do believe that the Golden Knights are going to come back with their best game of the series in game at number 5 tomorrow on Saturday. And I don't know that there's too much panic or any panic whatsoever with the fan base at the moment. If, if last night's post-game show was any indication, I think everybody kind of understood that the Dallas Stars were a good hockey team. That they, you know, you you love to be able to sweep in that situation, but you go and get the split. That's fantastic, and I think everyone's kind of ready for a party tomorrow. Do you think the expectations that there was going to be a sweep 
were heightened just because of the Jamie Benn suspension and then Dodonov being out? Did, did that create unrealistic expectations that a, a sweep was a foregone conclusion? I, I think beating Dallas 4 nothing in Game 3 and, and having Jamie Benn kind of make a boneheaded play that cost him then another two games and thinking that it would be somehow a, a, a similar type of fate if you could get on them early probably created unrealis- unrealistic expectations. I Like, Jamie Benn has been fine, but he hasn't been super noticeable in the series. I, I don't know that that is, is an aspect that was playing into it. I just think the way that Vegas beat them in Game 3 you kind of felt like the series was over at that point. Well, Dallas's best players really stepped up. Yeah, they were great. Uh, Rupe was great. Heiskanen was awesome. Uh, Pavelski scores uh, the the winning goal. Uh, they were great. It, somebody tried to sell me that Dallas beat Vegas at its own game with depth because they had to replace two of their top six forwards. That wasn't the case. Uh, it was it was a couple of guys that were just outstanding mm-hmm. last night. Like mm-hmm. if Delandria ends up scoring. Or Olafson scores. Olafson Olis, uh, was good. Yeah, he was great. He was, but if he scores, sure. yeah, it, then then you've got some depth conversation. Uh, they they had some great looks last night, but but didn't put the puck in the net. It was the star players being absolutely incredible. Yeah, it was special teams and stars, right? Like you get two goals from Jason Robertson, you get a goal in in overtime from Joe Pavelski. Like those are the guys you expect to put the puck in the back of the net for the Dallas Stars, and they did. Uh, one thing that we should also acknowledge is that if Vegas wins, there will be a presentation to the captain, Mark Stone. Mm-hmm. Mm. Uh, are you guys okay with this conversation, by the way? Yeah, I don't care. I, 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 yep. You guys get all weirded out. I'm not superstitious. When it comes to this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. No, it's fine. And me bringing up stats or something, and then yeah, you're we like, ah, don't mention you bringing up stats. Don't don't mention that because okay. now it's gonna it's gonna happen. Listen, so listen, okay you don't have to, to clear ha- it with me. You got to talk to Rita about this. I'm okay. <laughs> am I okay to to bring this up? Yeah, because again, the, the yes. National Hockey League has already scheduled the start of the Stanley Cup Final. Mm-hmm. Should Vegas win tomorrow? Right. Just don't so, say they're up a goal. That's all we're asking. So that uh, that I, I'm just taking my lead. From, from the National Hockey League. If Vegas wins tomorrow, mm-hmm. the Stanley Cup will start on Wednesday late afternoon yep. at the Fortress. Yes. If Vegas happens to go beyond that, then uh, it's going to start on Saturday yep. uh, at the Fortress. Yep. So uh, t- tomorrow dictates whether Florida has a really long break or just uh, a good long break. So I, I just wanted to make sure that I was that I had permission. So Stone... Would be this is the first time that that a captain will accept a trophy sure. because Derek Anglin took yep. uh, the trophy, uh, our buddy, uh, in in Winnipeg in 2018. They didn't have a captain back then. Do you remember if he t- touched it? He did. Oh yeah, yeah, he yeah. touched it, which I think was great. Mm-hmm. Uh, Florida the other night, I thought was awesome. Yep, they, it was it was the right tone. Enjoy the moment, ag- acknowledge your accomplishment. Uh, you won a trophy. Everybody should be happy. Mm-hmm. You don't. Prayed it around the Santa Cup, but you you, you do it. I'm curious uh, whether Mark has how much Mark has thought about this. Mm-hmm. I'm sure it's been brought up to him by sure. a couple of people. Yeah. Uh, we have a great PR staff that uh, would say, "Hey, you, you might get asked about the the trophy." But I wonder how much he's really put the thought, or whether he'll just go on on the uh, the idea. And, and you also get some some input. Believe it or not. Leadership groups talk about this. Yeah, I, I 
wouldn't uh, be surprised. On teams. Yeah, like, wait, surprised. Where, are we going to touch it? I don't, I don't know. Do you, <laughs> what do you guys think happened? So because they touched it the first time and ultimately didn't win the Stanley Cup, my guess is they will not touch it if they win it. See, and I, I'm on the opposite. I don't think Mark Stone gives a crap about that. Yeah, Mark Stone is an emotional guy. I, Mark he, Stone he might is, not, but Jonathan Marchessault might. Uh, William Carlson might. I, you know, the guys that were there might think that, hey, let's just try something a little bit different Mar- this time. I, I don't think Mark Marchessault doesn't strike me as a kind of guy who believes in superstitions. Like, I, I just don't think Marchessault is the guy who's like, ah, don't touch the trophy, guys. It's it's bad luck or whatever. I, I, like, you're not going to hand it from guy to guy yeah, or yeah. anything like that. So. Yeah. It's Mark Stone, whether he picks it up and he carries it in the right. Because you're gonna everybody's gonna have a picture with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In behind the scenes when we're not uh, watching on ESPN. Uh, so th- there are there is gonna be interaction with this thing, Clarence Campbell Bowl. So why why does it matter during the Bill Daly presentation? I, I don't think or, it, or personally, behind the scenes. Personally, I don't think it matters. You're asking me what I think they're going to do. I don't think they're going to touch it. You don't think it's going to? Touch I don't it? think they're I going to th- touch I it. Think I think I think they will too, especially because tomorrow night is in front of Vegas fans. Yes, and I think that place is going to be bonkers. Oh, it's going to go crazy at, at, at that situation. And I think the opportunity to hold hold it from and take it from Bill Daly and just hold it up, I think, would be a cool moment for a guy that loves. Cool moments and is so uh, emotional. And I think more more to that, Mark Stone has been on a team that twice has lost in yeah. the semifinals or the conference finals or Embrace whatever. Embrace the moment, yes. the accomplishment. Yes, it's a tremendous accomplishment. And live in that moment. So you you and I are on board. Oh, with, I'd be all over that. Thing. So I, you I, and I yeah. think he's going to touch it. Yes. And Wallace I believes. I don't think they are because he's the fun sponge. He soaks up all the fun. Wallace doesn't think he didn't ask they, me they, what I would do. He's gonna. I parade that thing gonna, around like I like it was the greatest thing I have ever done. He's not going to. Fantastic. Touch it. Uh, you ask me what I think they're going to do. Let's wait and and see. Let's hope oh, it's going to suck when you guys are wrong. Let's oh. really hope that we're talking Just, about this on Monday or, or Monday's Tuesday. holiday. So Tuesday, um, maybe, maybe Monday. Because uh, I got I might have a plan in place here. Because Monday's a holiday. <laughs> yes. So they're not doing a show here, but I might be doing my own show. Ah. All right. Um, let's see and let's hope that we're talking about this. Chapman. You know what that means? Because they win tomorrow night. Are you sure you want to align with a guy that's never really been right? Oh, man. See, the problem is he's aligning himself with me because yeah, I said that they, yeah, so. Yeah, if if they do end up touching it, it's all you, Chapman. Yeah, you're the one that got it right. Yeah, because you, you you're touching it anyway. Yeah, I mean, I, someone's got to carry that thing back again. And I always again. feel bad for Bill, Bill, Bill Daly, Deputy <laughs> Commissioner. Uh, he he and our buddies, and I'm always like, Bill, like, don't you feel slightly dissed, like breezed, when somebody just shakes your hand, gets a picture, and then walks away? They're breezy. He's like, giving no, you this no, nice they, they trophy. Got their, they got their their uh, uh, superstitions, and, and they're fine. I'm like, no. They should have to take, if they want that thing, if if you want your ticket to the Stanley Cup final and officially qualify, mm-hmm. the final act should Is be taking the trophy, trophy and taking it to the room. You don't get to go to the final unless you take the conference trophy to your room. Did okay. Montreal get one a couple of years ago? Yes, they got the Campbell. 
Interesting. Because uh, they awarded it based. Is that the only? That, it up. I would, is that the only time that Montreal has yes, ever won yes, the Campbell? Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. That not possible for them to win the win it otherwise. Interesting. We needed a pandemic for it uh, to happen. Uh, we got to take a break. Uh, coming up, we'll set up hour number two. Thanks for uh, allowing me that with you guys. It's Fox Sports Las Vegas. This is the VGK Insider Show on Fox Sports Las Vegas, 98.9 FM and 1340 AM. Now back to Darren Millard and Ryan Wallace. You know what's the strangest part about this series? And there's been some wacko stuff happen, Dallas and Vegas, is that there's been three overtime games in four games. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't feel like we've really gone to overtime. Well, no. Because it's all like been early. Six minutes yeah. of total exactly. overtime played in three games. Yeah. Yeah. That's just bizarre. It is, for sure. But, you know, I listen, if you're going to go to overtime, I feel like you, you need to settle in. If we're going to go through a full intermission and you're going to resurface the ice, like give us at least seven to ten minutes of, of overtime before you before you end it. Like that's what I'm rooting for every single time there's overtime. I, I wouldn't mind the occasional double overtime or even a triple overtime game, to be honest. I'm with not you. a big triple overtime. Person. I know. You don't like fun. I don't like to stay out. No, you're the fun sponge. No, no, I'm you're like the, a party you're the fun animal. Sponge. I'm amazingly you don't, fun. You don't want more of the most awesome thing in the world, and that's playoff overtime hockey. I'm like, like a walking beach yeah, ball because I can't handle it. Oh, all no. kinds of fun. Uh, Ooh, overtime, hard. overtime stresses me out. It that's does, ridiculous. Uh, Stop. You're not even playing. Totally. I'm like, bad, bad. Uh, I was in the press box uh, last night, and I looked around. and I thought, I'm pretty actually calm. When I when I zero into a game, nothing bothers me. Like, you mm-hmm. wouldn't even know that I was watching a game. But I like watching other people get herky and jerky and react to it and Can you twitch. That? I love watching that. And you wonder, what's going through there? And how do they get through this? Chapman, you're a herky-jerky overtime watcher for sure. I, I'm on pins and needles. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, definitely. Do you react? Do you elbow people? No. No, I don't do it. Do you no. jump? No. Do you think we get overtime tomorrow night? I hope not. No. I think Vegas wins in regulation. I think we get overtime. Wouldn't that be a party? Whew. Hour number two is coming up on Fox Sports Las Vegas.